You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You with the upper hand in your fantasy football leagues? Then you've come to the right place. To the right place. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, what's up? We are live. We already went through all of our rankings this week, Zach. Yeah. All right, so all those <laughs> rankings are up right now on patreon.com slash upperhandfantasy. Go check it out there if you're still wondering who to start for your semifinals. Week 16, big week. Um, what a weird game last night. You know, and it's boring. almost like <laughs> it was. It was boring. Um, I had Travis Etienne going, decent game. I was, I was hoping, and I was going up against Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, that that touchdown that Lawrence scored at the goal line, it was like Etienne got a few carries. He was almost there at the goal line. And, of course, on third down, it was setting up a Trevor Lawrence touchdown. Of course. Right. Of course. <laughs> Without that touchdown, Lawrence would have had a bad game. Yeah, uh, fa- fantasy game. You know, what's up, Dejas? Thanks for joining. Thanks for everyone for joining. Uh, we're gonna get into some questions today. Bunch of start sit questions. Any sort of questions that you have going into week sixteen? Let's get it. Uh, we're gonna go over some underdog stuff as well. We're gonna do some drafts, uh, and we're gonna you know, there's a, lo- a whole lot of stuff. But before we do that, let's, let's just hit this Jets game real quick. So this seems to be the end of Zach Wilson. Right. And it was it was uh, a nationally televised game. Yeah. He it looks like he was extremely nervous. Uh, He didn't know what to do with the ball. Like he would drop back. He didn't know where to throw it. He would get sacked or he would just throw the ball up, you know, like a jump ball for Garrett Wilson. Right. And it was sad to watch, man. It was sad to watch. You just feel bad for the kid because, you know, he's just not he's just not made for it. He's just not made for the NFL, like you can kind of tell. So, what were your thoughts on Zach Wilson last night? Is this is this the last we've seen of him in a starting capacity? So, what Robert Sala said after the game was that this isn't the last that we've seen of him. You know, he didn't say on this team. <laughs> I think they might be getting ready to move on from him. I yeah. think, honestly, as hard as we can be on Zach Wilson, you know, he hasn't played up to an NFL standard at all. He was still a first-round pick. He looked really good at college. You know, I kind of think maybe he deserves another shot somewhere else. This kind of reminds me of like a Baker Mayfield situation where he was put into a crappy position. But now it's to the point where the Jets offense, the Jets offense, the fans, the team, everything around the Jets, he's being treated in a hostile way at this point. And I think that definitely, you know, comes into play when you're on the field there, you know, playing for your job pretty much everyone's hostile against, you know, I wasn't surprised to see him struggle, but I think part of that is also psychological. You know, the fact that he knows, you know, he's not wanted. They put Chris Trevler in and the crowd was uproarious. You know, they were just cheering <laughs> every single play. It was a five yard pass play to Elijah Moore. <laughs> and the crowd was screaming. It's like, 
at this point, they're so detached from Zach Wilson. You know, Zach Wilson probably just feels alienated. I think if he goes somewhere else, he might have a chance to turn it around. But he's not going to be going anywhere and starting. I think a team would be best suited to, you know, sign him in backup fashion. And then if he gets another shot, you know, that would be determinant on whether uh, a player ahead of him would get injured or something would happen. Otherwise, it would put him into a starting role again. Right now, he doesn't look like a starting quarterback in the NFL. No, he's very far from it. And the offense was, was just bad. Um, for fantasy, that was disgusting. It was terrible. Um, Michael Carter got a couple of targets. That was about it from this game, you know, for the Jets. But with Zach Wilson, I, I, his, I think his time in New York is done. I don't think he's done as an NFL player, but his time in New York, it's, it's over. If it wasn't already so. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's crazy, man. Like, this just, this just kills the entire offense. Zonovan Knight. Yeah. Negative rushing yards on this game. Garrett Wilson, if you started him, you are, you are in a hole right now. Yeah. If Mike White didn't get hurt, you know, we would be looking at a completely different game. The Jets could have won this game at home. They could have won and, this game anyway. When your defense only allows 19 points, you know, you should be winning that game. And I don't even think the defense would have allowed 19 points if the offense wasn't so bad, right? If right. the offense could sustain some drives, if the offense wasn't, you know, uh, man, you know, it's it's one of those things. And, you know, it's funny because, like, Trevor Lawrence, on the first drive of the game, he fumbled. The Jets were in Jaguars territory. Yeah. And they couldn't come up with a touchdown. That was their only three points of the game because the Jaguars handed it to him, right? So, yeah, yeah it, it, it was a rough game. If you have Garrett Wilson, you know, just like, uh, you know, I think we, we had a, a comment here. Tejas was going up against Gary Wilson. He's playing the number one seed this week, uh, and he played Gary Wilson, and he's now a current a current twenty point favorite. So that's 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 awesome, right? Um, yeah. And he's saying that the New York New Jersey market isn't for every athlete, and I guess it's true, but I don't know, man. Like, would Zach Wilson be doing well in in, in another another market? I don't know. Like, I just... know he wouldn't be doing well in Philly. <laughs> I know that. Oh I think hell Philly's no! Well, that's a, that's another market. Exactly, yeah. and that's another market that's brutal, right? Like, Look but what you know, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Same what situation. if he was in Jacksonville, or what if he was in a you know smaller market? You know, yeah. uh, maybe he would do well. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, anyway, uh, if you have Garrett Wilson, that sucks. Hopefully, some of your other team, other players can pull through, and you know, and get it done for you. All right. All right. Um, what else in this game? If you, yeah, man, if you started him, if you started Zonovan Knight, that was brutal. Yeah. Uh, hey. Listen, if you ended up starting Trevor Lawrence, like I would be happy with this game. Like eighteen yeah. points in a four-point passing touchdown. He didn't pass and he didn't throw any. He didn't throw any touchdowns, right? Did he? No, 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 no touchdowns so he, through the air. But he did have that rushing touchdown, and he also had fifty yards on the ground. So that's eleven points right there. It was a modest performance mm-hmm. in the air. So two hundred twenty-nine yards. A, it's going to net you like what nine? Not 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 nine points. Like. I don't know. I'm, my math is bad, you know, off the cuff, What are you talking about? What'd you say? Just 229 passing yards is what? Like eight points? That's like 12. That's like, uh, yeah, that's like eight points. That's like eight, nine points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he had the, the rushing touchdown, and then he had the the rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that prop, that rushing prop on underdog, that was too easy, man. Yeah, too I know. Easy. I saw that one. <laughs> like 15, it was, what was it? Like 13, 14 yards or something like that? Yeah, rushing, I think it was like 15, for Trevor Lawrence? Something like that, yeah. yeah. 15. Too but, easy. He, I, think, I think he broke that in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, you know, you know, predicting the future for Stradamus, you were here. We talked about Zay Jones, about not starting him this week after that huge performance. He's been on such a tear. He had two points, one catch, fourteen yeah. yards. Like, how about that? <laughs> I, yeah, dude, like I, that was that was a good call. We knew this was going to be a tough matchup, especially with the weather. I wasn't expecting a two point performance, so definitely, if you listened to us and you kept him out of your lineup, you know, you're doing you're you know. 
happy right now. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he didn't start Zay Jones yesterday. I mean, that yeah. was – I don't know. I, I felt that was an easy one, you know, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you, you don't want to bench your, your, your studs, right? But you can't label Zay Jones a stud, even though he's been getting it done. Now, what's the difference between someone like him and Amara St. Brown last year? The difference is, is that Zay Jones has been in the league for like four or five years now. Right? right, opposed to Amon Ra, somebody who's coming on as a rookie and doing what he did as a rookie. That's a completely different situation. That's a situation where you just keep riding it out, right? Yeah. Because you know, you don't know who he was, and like all of a sudden he's just killing it, and you're like, oh, this guy's legit. But Zay Jones has been in this league for a long time. We talked about it early in the year where Zay Jones was this very very good player against man coverage, um, but you know the the Jets do play a lot of man. But when you talk about Sauce and DJ Reed, like they're just not going to let you, you know, do much. Yeah. Um, and DJ Reed you know, was really, you know, on his A game, you know, last night, you know, in terms of like shutting guys down, because you know, like, like we talked about over text, right? Yeah. Like DJ Reed was somebody who, you know, he's 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 pissed. He's pissed that he didn't make the Pro Bowl. That he's just an alternate. And it's not um, just him. It's it's you. You were tilting a little bit. <laughs> it was I was. I was upset. I was just like, you got. I agree. Me. Xavier Howard himself, Xavier Howard himself said, you know, that he didn't deserve it. So there you go, you know. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, anyway. Um, But yeah, Travis Etienne had a good, good game. Um, He had like seven, how many, he had like 19 rushing attempts or something like that in the first half. (laughs) Insane, dude. Like (laughs) it was something like that. And um, so, you know, I figured that, oh, okay, second half, he's going to get another 10. He'll probably end the game with 30 touches. No. They, they came into the second half. They were already up. They felt like they were already won that game. So they yeah. started bringing in the other running backs. Uh, they, were, they even brought in Snoop Connor in the second half to start, you know, milking the clock away and all that. So, you know, it, it is what it is. It could have been a bigger game if he scored that touchdown instead of uh, Trevor Lawrence. But those touchdowns are coming uh, for Travis Etienne. So keep starting him, you know, going and next week. You know, assuming he's healthy, by the way, I think he got his like shoulder popped in or something like that. I think I don't know, did it get dislocated or something? Because early in the game, Right at the start of the game, he went over to the sideline and something was up with his shoulder. He came back in the game, but uh, just monitor that a little bit. I think he's fine because obviously he played the rest of the game, mm-hmm. but he was, you know, coming in and out a little bit more than you'd expect. Next week against the Texans, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> if you're able to make it through this week into championship week, Travis Etienne against the Texans next week is going to be amazing to watch, yeah. especially um, with, the, with the way the offense is playing as a whole. You know, if, if ETN is, you know, didn't do his thing for you over the last several weeks, right? Like he's been a little quiet, right? This mm-hmm. week, you know, if you're playing a PPR league, very solid performance. Um, but if he can come through, you make it to the championship with him next week and you start him, I think he can make up for all of that <laughs> in, yeah. in that one game. He could redeem um, himself in that way. Yeah. I, I think so. Obviously, think he's so. doing you no good if you're not in the championship at this point, you know, and I, there's a real chance because he hasn't topped 15 points in one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. You know, including a yeah. buy-in between, so it's technically seven. You haven't gotten that usage and production out of him recently, so hopefully you made it despite Travis Etienne, because that's what it's going to be if you did. Yeah, I was going up against Christian Kirk and Trevor Lawrence yesterday, so I I, I feel relatively okay uh, going into Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get into some questions uh, before we get into some underdog drafts. We're going to do an underdog draft today, uh, a battle royale. Okay, battle royale, you basically, every single week uh, on underdog, you can draft a team. It's a six-player team. Um, you know, one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, one flex, and one tight end, uh, where you just battle it out with a whole bunch of other people. It's a tournament. It's tournament style. So basically, as you, as you put in your lineup, uh, you'll be – matching up against a whole bunch of people zach wh- wh- what are the prizes looking like here the prize two hundred thousand dollars in prizes five dollar yeah. entry to get in you can put in multiple entries if you wanted to um so you know put in some entries for tomorrow's games um yeah, if, I, if i'm not mistaken i think it's two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. you know this week apparently is 200 because i think the reason for that is because it's a smaller slate if i'm not mistaken it i think that's be. that's that's it's two hundred thousand to uh for for tomorrow's game for for the week sixteen main slate. So, uh, t- take a look at that on Underdog. Use the code Underhand Pod uh to double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. Uh, let's get into some questions, dog. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Andres Contreras is asking, "What's up? Second flex, full PPR. Um, by the way." If you're if you're bored with your fantasy league, a second adding a second flex makes such a big difference to like yeah. the amount of fun that you have. Like remove a kicker, remove a defense, add the second flex. It's amazing. But anyway, yeah. uh, so I need upside because my opponent has Derrick Henry against the Texans. Okay, uh, Rashad White, Robinson. Who's Robinson again? I can't. I, I I don't know why I'm. I can um, think of James Robinson. I think can think no. of Allen Robinson. I can think of, but you're not gonna have to why, start Allen Robinson. Why 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 are we uh why are we we're blanking, are we blanking here? Yeah. Can, can can someone help us out in the comments? Demar- maybe Demarcus I, I, Robinson. I I didn't get that much sleep last night. I think that's 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 said, the problem. Do you here. think maybe Demarcus Robinson? I think that could be probably. I'm guessing it's Demarcus Robinson. All right, we'll move forward with that unless we get anyway, clarity here. Yeah. Uh, Robinson, Chris Moore. Demarcus Robinson. Thanks, Andres. Yes. Uh, Brian Robinson. That's another one. Oh, Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Uh, uh, you know, on the uh, uh, our producer, Brian Robinson. Thank you. He he got some sleep last night, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> but it is Demarcus Robinson. So Rashad White, Demarcus Robinson, Chris Moore, or Traylon Burks. Now, I'm not starting Traylon Burks because Ryan Tannehill's not there. That passing offense is going to be a big zero. Yeah. I, I think, right? I don't think Malik Wilson is going to be able to get it done. Um, Chris Moore would be my choice if Brandon Cooks does not play. It doesn't look like Nico Collins is going to play. If Brandon Cooks is out, he did get some full practices in, but he's still listed as questionable. So, and I don't know what's going on there. You know, it's one of those situations where uh, <laughs> DJ Duvernay <laughs> could have been Wandel Robinson to sad face. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think I'll go Chris Moore if no, if no Brandon Cooks. If Brandon Cooks does play, I will probably go with Rashad White. I think he's the only upside play at this point. And it's funny we're picking a guy that's on the Texans as the upside play this week. But um, with Rashad White, he, his upside has been capped big time. You know, he, we haven't seen him do his thing in a couple of weeks. Uh, Robinson, 
it doesn't look like Lamar Jackson's playing, right? I don't think he's going to play because he didn't get a practice yesterday. So I'm assuming that quarterback situation is going to be messed up for Baltimore. I'm not even thinking about Demarcus Robinson and Traylon Burks, like you said, with Malik Willis a quarterback. This passing game is going to be non-existent. So yeah, I, I would go with Chris Moore here, um, not because I love Chris Moore, but because I don't like any of the other guys. I can understand getting going behind. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, just because he's beginning the targets and the receptions, and he's like a high floor type of player. But I think White has a little bit more upside. So I think the floor is similar, but I think a little bit more upside for White in a, in a pretty good matchup against the Cardinals. So yeah. I'll go Rashad on this one. If not Chris, if not if Brandon Cooks does in fact play, uh, Anderson Rodriguez, appreciate the super chat, buddy. Um, PPR: Taysom Hill, Fant, Isaiah Likely, Okonkwo. Again. Probably not going to Conquo because of yeah. that. I, I don't trust that passing offense with Malik Willis. I, I can't go Isaiah Likely because Mark Andrews is going to play. Between Noah Fant and Taysom Hill, you know, Taysom Hill, we are, we are, we have a hypothesis that Taysom yeah. Hill will be part of this game plan because of the weather conditions. But Noah Fant is likely to play. He didn't practice until yesterday. He got a limited practice in. Uh, he's scheduled to play. Against the Chiefs, no tile locket. I think I'm going Noah Fant. Yeah. I'm leaning Noah Fant. If you want more security in terms of production, I think Taysom Hill is going to be just fine, you know. But um, I think Noah Fant in a good matchup against the Chiefs, you know, it's going to be a high scoring game. I think he can steal a touchdown in this game. And that's really all you can ask for from a tight end. Taysom Hill, though, I think he has higher upside, but also a much lower floor because sometimes he's involved and then sometimes he's not. We're no fan. He's been, you know, consistently involved in the offense. His production hasn't been fantastic, but neither has any tight ends uh, this season. So I think you could get away with Fant. If you want to be safe, go with Fant. If you want the upside, go for Taysom Hill. Um, me personally, if I had to pick, I might actually go Taysom Hill just because I'm going to ride it. that hypothesis that we have because, you know, the <laughs> weather's going to be bad. You have to figure he's going to be featured more ways than one um, in this game, especially the ground game where. You know, he's he's liable to take a it's funny because he's liable to take a, a carry to the house anytime. Um, we've seen that happen a couple of times. He vultures touchdowns from Alvin Kamara, uh, much to their chagrin. Tejas is asking, how come y'all like Watson this week? Tempted to start Juju. Looks like a shootout in that game. Question, Zach. What do you think has a higher chance of a shootout? Dolphins, Packers or Chiefs, Seahawks? This is really tough because these are the two highest totals, I think, in terms of over-under for points scored, you know, this week. If I had to pick, I think Packers-Dolphins would have a higher shot of being a shootout. I think both will be I, a shootout. I agree with you. Yeah. I think Dolphins-Packers as well. Yeah. Just because of the playmakers on offense for the Dolphins, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, they're in Miami. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be decent weather where it's, it's going to be a little bit cold, I think, in Kansas City. I don't think the wind is supposed to be that bad, but I think it's going to be a little bit cold. Um, not that the weather is such a huge factor, but uh, I think that Christian Watson has a better chance, you know, dominating target share, scoring touchdowns, and maybe Juju. But I did make my bold prediction yesterday that Juju might have two touchdowns. So I'm not sure. I think I would start – if in, in a vacuum, I would start Watson. I think Juju has nice upside, though, in this matchup because of the game script that we're anticipating. Uh, Tejas, I, I, are we are we forgetting what Christian Watson is capable of? Like, are we forgetting after one, one game week. of not scoring a touchdown? Like, are yeah. we forgetting what's up? This is a great matchup, shootout potential, high over under, 
Rodgers is going to have to throw the ball. Um, you know, just one game sample size. Let's not forget about Watson here. We've seen what his upside was coming into last week. You know, since he was uh, a full-time starter, he was the overall wide receiver one. Yeah. Since becoming, you know, since coming back and doing his start, started doing his thing. So, yeah, that's why. That's why we like Watson this week. Um, and it's a good matchup. Um, I, 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 I think Juju's a great start. Yeah. I just think he doesn't have the type of upside that Watson has. Right. When I first saw that question, I was like, we never said we like Deshaun Watson this week. I mean, look at the weather for that game. I was like, there's no way. Like, don't be putting words in him. Then I realized Christian Watson. Yeah, that's true. Because I was looking well, at we, it, I was like, Deshaun Watson, we specifically said, you know, you don't really want to start this week. It's funny because, like, we, we couldn't even figure out what Robinsons there are in the league. Like, yeah. all we think about is, like, Wandale and Allen. And, oh, Please yeah, include Brian the first Robinson. initial on your questions. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, appreciate the question, Tejas. Uh, as always, you're here all the time. Love you, man. Uh, Nick Bentley is asking Daniel Jones or Brock Purdy this week. Um, I think I'm going Daniel Jones here against Minnesota. You know, I think, you know, Brock Purdy has been a uh, somebody who, you know, in his circumstances has done a really good job. Um, but at the same time, like, I think Daniel Jones, you know, has a better matchup this week. I think he has some rushing ability, higher chance, a higher floor. Uh, Brock Purdy, you know, he'll be fine. You know, but he has to throw a couple touchdowns for him to get it done. Um, yeah. So I, I, I lean Daniel Jones in this matchup against Minnesota. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm looking at as far as, you know, making the decision here is going to be the matchup. Brock Purdy, you know, he's been efficient, but Washington's defense has come on a little bit in terms of defending, you know, quarterbacks in fantasy in terms of points scored. I think they're allowing the sixth least over the last four weeks, fantasy points to the quarterback. So I think Maybe our temper expectations for Brock Purdy this week. Um, Daniel Jones, we know he has that rushing ability. That's going to give him a solid floor. And against a bad, bad Vikings defense, you know, in terms of allowing points to receivers. I know the receiving core isn't stacked, but it seems like pretty much anybody can get it done at this point against the Vikings. So I wouldn't be shying away from Daniel Jones. I'm not a huge fan of him as a player, but in terms of fantasy production this week, all signs seem to be pointing up. So I think you can be confident at the least having him in your lineup as a flex play, as a floor play this week. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like, he doesn't have, like, this amazing wide receiver court, but we've seen all of them do things at times, right? Like Hodges, yeah. like, he has a really good matchup. He could do his thing. You know, you you have uh, Slayton. Gary Slayton, right? Like, he can he can have a good game. Richie James can have a good – like, so these guys, you never know who's going to get it done, but like right. he has guys that, you know, are there and Saquon obviously coming out the backfield. So he'll be fine. And he has the rushing ability. So I'm not, I'm not too worried. Solid high floor player. Uh, Michael Cessna is asking Higgins, D hop Pittman start two, please. This is an interesting one because you know, this, the answer would normally be Higgins and D hop pretty easily. Yeah. Right. Uh, but you know, with D hop, you know, with trace McSorley there, does that affect you at all, right? Obviously, Pittman also has a quarterback change, so we might, you know, we don't necessarily know what to expect there either. Like, will all of the targets be funneled towards Pittman this week? Will they be distributed a little bit between, you know, um, uh, Caparis Campbell and Alec Pierce? Maybe. I think I'm still going D-Hop here. Just, I'm just going to hit the talent button, right, and just go Higgins and D-Hop this week. I think Higgins is obviously an easy one that you're going to pick. You're not choosing between Higgins and someone else. It's going to be between DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Pittman. I kind of want to lean Michael Pittman, 
but at the same time, I don't. You know, I think that it could be a high-scoring game between the Colts and the Chargers. I don't trust Trace McSorley at quarterback. Like I said, I don't see him throwing for more than 200 yards. So that's going to seriously cap DeAndre Hopkins' um, you know, value, unless he's catching 80 yards on 10 catches, you know, and then like 14 targets. I, I just don't see that type of game happening with McSorley at quarterback. I think they're going to lean on James Conner. Pittman, th- with Nick Foles at quarterback, it'll be interesting to see. Do I want to roll the dice on that, especially if I'm in the championship? I'm not sure. Or in the semifinals, I'm not sure if I want to do that. I would say, yeah, Higgins and D-Hop. That's what I would do. I'm tempted to go with Pittman, though. But I don't think he has. Yeah. He's not secure or he doesn't offer enough upside to make it worth the risk. Where DeAndre Hopkins exactly. will be a secure He'll be a secure start. He just might not have the upside he usually does. That is, uh, that's that's my line of thinking as well. And also, you know, over the last eight weeks, Tampa has given up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers on that left side, and the fifth most over the last four weeks on the left side. So, and that's where Hopkins runs his routes from. So, it's a good matchup for D Hop. So, I'm gonna I lean in that direction as right. well. Um, Fabian Rodriguez is asking, should I take Walker? out of my lineup for Zach Moss only because Walker ankle and back prone to being an injury and that DJ Dallas is there too. Um, no, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> uh, I'm starting Kenneth Walker. Uh, he did not practice. Wait, did he get limited in yesterday? I don't think he did. Um, let me, I'm going to confirm that real quick. I don't think he got a limited practice in yesterday. Let's see. Confirm. Yeah, as, as, as long as Walker's playing, I'm starting. Yeah, as long as, I, I agree. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it matter. It wouldn't matter to the matchup, I think, even. Even if Moss had the best matchup and Walker had the worst matchup, I'd still start Walker, I think, because we don't know what we're going to get with Moss. He did get all those carries at the end of the game, but he didn't do a whole lot with him. He didn't look terribly efficient, and he doesn't have any type of really role in the passing game. Deion Jackson's going to have that locked down. So I don't think there's a whole lot of upside with Moss. He's more of just a you know solid fill-in play if you missed out on, John, missed out on Jonathan Taylor. Um, I think that walker would be my pick here and it's pretty easy yeah it's pretty easy for me too i, I get it moss has a good you know it's possible that we see Deion jackson yeah you know taking a bunch of work what if char- what if the chargers go up in that game right with walker you don't really have to worry about that he's gonna be the guy I, I get the concern over the injuries and stuff same thing happened last week though right he came back hardly practiced played in the game and he was great yeah right like uh you know he got a full practice in quote unquote but it was a you know it on these short weeks, like you know, you 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 never know what to expect in terms of practice. Um, he came in, he played a far majority of the snaps. I think it was like 75 percent of snaps. That's what you want to see against the Chiefs. I think they're resting a lot of their guys, right? They're, they're resting Kenneth Walker. They're, they're, they're resting Noah Fant. They were resting Marquise Goodwin, right? All these guys like hardly practice this week. So, yeah. but they know that this is a big game against the Chiefs. So, I think they're just resting these guys, and he'll be just fine. DJ, hey yo, DJ Duvernay says Evan Ingram balled out for me last night. Uh, played ETN two. Only thing I could have wished for was for Tutty. I feel you, bro. I feel you. I was, I felt the same way. Uh, he has Ingram one decision through. to make. Uh, oh man, every Evan Ingram, dude. Yeah, he has been balling. Do you remember when we were talking about Evan Ingram early on, like before the off season, and like you know we're like, all right, well Evan Ingram is one of those like late, late, late round guys that we could grab. Um, yep. and you know, he could potentially lead like what I was saying, and I'm going to find this quote. I'm, I was like trying to find it. Uh, I will try to find it where, you know, I'm like, Oh, Evan Ingram could lead the Jaguars when it's all said and done in targets, uh, yeah. this year. 
Uh, so I got to find that. I, I have no idea where he sits in target share. I'm assuming Christian Kirk is way far in ahead the target leader. Actually, like Zay Jones could be there too. But yeah. um, I, I think it's probably pretty even at the top. Not yeah, like I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. Um, but yeah, no, he's been killing it, man. He's been killing it. So like he he's looking like a league winner right now. You know, Evan Ingram. Yeah, you know, he's doing his thing. Uh, I know Rich in our league who has Evan Ingram picked him up several weeks ago after his big game. You know, he's texting us last night. He's like, dude, this is amazing. Uh, he was so happy um, that I, I didn't text him back. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. He, he listened to this podcast, too. So what's up, Rich? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm very jealous of, of you having Evan Ingram. Um, <laughs> so yeah. DJ Duvernay uh, needs one decision uh, for a flex spot in full PPR. Hopkins uh, with a third string running back, a quarterback, or uh, but probably the only good weather this weekend that's true, or David Montgomery in bad weather. Um, that's a good question. I'm leaving yeah. Montgomery here. I think I'm going to go with Montgomery too. I think his workload is pretty much going to be secure. I think if anyone's going to be doing the scoring, it's going to be on the ground. Um, Justin Fields included. <laughs> they're not yeah. very, they're pretty shorthanded at pass catcher there. And we saw Dave Montgomery score twice last week. I think that another touchdown, you know, is in the cards this week, even though Khalil Herbert, is he back or is he, is he, he's going to be back this week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm not too worried about him at this point. Maybe next week I'll be more worried about it, but I think Dave Montgomery's going to hold on to the workload at least for this week. Um, next week, you know, check back. Uh, we might see different things. I'm like drinking my coffee, like as you're talking, and I'm just curious if everyone is just hearing me slurp down my coffee. No, nah, I'm not hearing it. At least it's not coming through <laughs> in my headset, but I'm just sitting okay, here. Yeah, I, I'm giving my, you know, fantasy football Let me know. You're just casually slurping. <laughs> you know? Guys, let me know in the there. comments if you can hear me drink the coffee. Because if not, I'll just mute every time I um I take a slurp. I I, I don't want to be slurping all up in your ear and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so uh yeah, I'm going David Montgomery here as well. Like I, I think you know he's pretty relatively involved in the passing game, dude. He is like he's he's very efficient in the passing game. Like he catches a ball that's like 12, 13 yards, like automatic for David yeah. Montgomery this year. So like you know he catches three balls, he has 50 yards receiving. Like how does that happen? Every single time. Um, so, you know, he's been balling. You know, I like David Montgomery uh, this week. I think he can easily hit, you know, 80 scrimmage yards this week and hopefully a touchdown. Yeah. Thomas Kennedy is asking, I'm in a PPR league, also one point per carry. With Damian Pierce out, would you start Jamal Williams or Rashad White? This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, You know, PPR league, right, favors Rashad. But the yeah. one point per carry kind of favors jamal but rashad is going to get some carries too yeah and going to get some targets this one's really tough but then rashad <laughs> white has less of a chance to get a touchdown than jamal williams does. but jamal williams could easily go like he did last week 13 for 33 or something quiet like that you know what i'm saying i mean that's i guess it's like 16 points in this scoring format mm, i might kind of lean jamal here really i think he's a one. sure sure thing because Rashad White could get five carries, have eight targets, catch five passes. That's ten points. He, Jamal could he, he get. He won't even get carries. eight targets though. Like, yeah, but that's, what's that's what more I mean. realistic for Rashad. Like, what's more realistic for Rashad projection? I would say, but maybe that's just, maybe eight carries, like four catches. Maybe that's like twelve. Jamal Williams can get twelve carries this week, and you know he has a higher chance of getting a touchdown. Right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I think. I was kind of just driving I my point home. I think I lead Jamal, too. Yeah. I was just kind of Go driving ahead, my sorry. point home by saying, you know, with Rashad White, if he got eight targets, 
he's not catching all of those, right? I mean, there's a chance, but there's a good chance that he's missing out on a couple of those. So that, you know, PPR value, it's there, but it's not going to be like carries. Carries are a sure thing with Jamal Williams. And if he gets 10, you know, you're fine. <laughs> so I think we're good. Okay. I think I'd, I think I go with Jamal. So DJ Duvernay is telling me that he did hear me slurp. He said, ha ha, I did hear a slurp, not, uh, not going to lie. And then Chow Bezerra says, we cannot. Here. All right. So conflicting ha, ha, ha. reports. So conflicting, conflicting reports, I will mute from here on out. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think it's draft time. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Do I think it's draft time. Um, guys, take advantage of this, man. You guys are already doing fantasy. Okay. You guys already know what's up. Okay. So l- we're going to go into underdog. We're going to do a draft. Six. This is a five minute draft. This takes no time at all. Yeah. Um, but it'll give you an idea of where we're standing on certain players, who we think has the most upside. So, if you're on YouTube right now, you can see my screen. You can we're entering a five dollar battle royale draft right now, where we draft six players. Uh, we're entering the draft right now. You know, I did a, I did a draft the other day, and we're gonna post that up right um, today, a little later today. Basically, I went with the a little bit of a stack with the Chiefs Seahawks game, yeah. right? And maybe this week we can do some sort of Miami Packers. Like actually, you know, Dolphins Packers is on is on Sunday, so so we can't. Right. Never mind. So um, we have to leave them out for. But this. you know, I went with guys like so. Gino was my quarterback, right? I had Marquise Goodwin in there. Um, I also had I think if I, did I have Juju in there? I might have had Juju in there as well. Uh, I I don't I don't remember exactly who I had in there, but uh, you know, I had a couple of those guys from that game. Um, yeah. so this draft is starting now. We have the fourth spot here. There's only six people in this draft. And this is really easy to do. $5 entry, you have a chance to win $200,000 in prizes this week after Saturday. You can have, you can have a lot of money uh, yeah. sitting in your underdog account. Um, and by the way, um, if you throw your underdog username in the chat here or into one of the comments in, on our underdog posts, you will get a chance to win $100, uh, a $100 credit on your underdog account. Okay, right. so if you sign up, uh, you have a chance, just in general. Like, if you if you put in your your username into any of our, one of our posts, for underdog posts, or here in the YouTube, you're gonna get a chance to win one hundred dollars uh, in your underdog account. So we're doing a hundred dollar giveaway every single week, okay? Um, so, and also, if you use the code Upper Hand, by the way, when you do make your first deposit on Underdog, making sure this isn't start yet. No, uh, if you make if you use the code Upper Hand Pod, you will get a uh, a one hundred percent match on your first deposit. So that first deposit will be doubled. Right. All right, so it looks like it started. As a general rule, me, especially going into this draft and any of my own drafts, I would recommend this too. Just avoid the Browns and Saints game. Yes. <laughs> Don't go exactly. picking anybody in that game. There's no upside in that game. So I'll just leave Zero. them kind of off the roster at this point. Justin Jefferson was taken at number one. Derek Henry at number two. Christian McCaffrey still on the board. He might not even be picked because they're going up against Washington. Uh, Travis Kelsey at three. Um, I kind of feel like we have to go Travis Kelsey here. Yeah, uh, just, just that because they're going up against the, yeah, get that done. They're going up against the Seahawks. It's an amazing matchup. It's a high scoring game. Just right. go Kelsey. Make it simple, right? Mahomes yep. went right after that, uh, which makes sense. Followed by Josh Allen. Followed by Stephon Diggs. You guys see how fast this draft is going. Jamar Chase went after that. Uh, so now we have Saquon, Amon Ra, DK Metcalf. We're on the board. Dalvin Cook, AJ Brown, Ceedee Lamb. These guys are on the board right now. Tony Pollard. Does, does it, do any of these names stand out to you? Um, uh, not really. <laughs> it's <bad>. um, <laughs> none of them really do. 
Uh, wanna... Who has the most upside to you this week? Does DK Metcalf have some upside for, for you this he week to kind of target that game again? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, okay. We had, we had three seconds left anyway. So yeah. so we have two players now, again, from this Seahawks-Chiefs uh, Seahawks game. game. Yeah. Right? Uh, Patrick Mahomes is already taken, right, I think. Yeah, he was already taken. So this, we can't even grab him if we wanted to. Right. Um, to to kind of you know continue that stack, right? Um, so Joe Burrow was taken right after us. Now what what is the strategy here? So we have, so who do we have now? So we have DK Metcalf and we have Travis Kelsey, Saquon on the board, Dalvin Cook on yeah. the board, AJ Brown. See AJ Brown, does he have the type of ceiling that he that he usually does? Right. No. Well, he was already taken, so it doesn't matter. Kind of like I CD. wonder. Yeah, I wonder if we can't get a CD Lamb Dak Prescott stack. And nope, nope, we can't because he, okay, he just came off the board. Okay, Should we just um, go in on Jarek McKinnon now? I mean, that's going to be our third player from that same game, you think? Yeah. Well, listen, if that game goes bananas, like, listen, this is a tournament style, right? You kind of yeah. have to go in. But a lot of people you are going to go in on this game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pollard has a very high ceiling. Yeah, I, I think so. It's so just, right now, Jarek McKinnon is on the board. <laughs> Pollard's on the board. Ramondre's on the board. I don't really want to go Ramondre this week. No. Uh, we could go Juju and just go crazy in that game. Uh, <laughs> but we already have Kelsey. Um, Higgins is there. Justin Fields. Uh, I kind of Justin like Justin's love upside. I kind of like Justin Fields as a quarterback. But do you think we need to take him this early? Or do we just take him because we have seven seconds? <laughs> we should take him because we have seven seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I kind of like it. Um you know, right now we have no running backs. And, you know, maybe we should have took McKinnon here. Or, yeah, I think McKinnon probably would have been our best bet. But well, you who's know, left could, well, in the running back department? Okay, let's see. We have Jarek McKinnon, Ramondre Stevenson, J.K. Dobbins, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Walker. Uh, so McKinnon came back, came back to us. I think we got to take him. All right. Let's just go crazy on this Chiefs and Seahawks game. Let's do it, man. We got Justin Sometimes Fields, Jerry McKinnon, Metcalf, Travis Kelsey. We're going crazy in this game. And listen, if this game blows up, this is how you win, you know, in, in DFS. Like, you got to target some of these games, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So now, what do we need? We have a tight end. We need one more running back. I'm sorry. We need one more wide receiver, a receiver and, and flex. Yeah, and a flex. I think okay. we need to look at receivers, I think, at this point, right? T. Higgins, Terry McLaurin. Gabe Davis, Darius Slayton. I hate all these guys. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper, Brandon. I mean, I think Higgins probably has, I think McLaurin has some upside, right? He's probably not going to be super dra- highly drafted. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who I don't, else is I don't left? love, I don't love any of these guys, honestly. Higgins was just taken. If McLaurin is taken, I quit. It's over. We lose. <laughs> uh, I think Marquise Goodwin is still there. You know he, you know he's he, he's not going to be drafted in a whole lot of leagues, so he will stand out a little bit. Um, yeah. But I would say McLaurin here, and if not McLaurin, I'll go Marquise or DJ Shark. Is there anything better at running back? <laughs> Look at any of these receivers. Yeah, I'm not sure. Can you pull up both of them? You know, what I'm saying just right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. J.K. Dobbins, Kamara, Chubb. I, I'm 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 cool with going Chubb too. I'm kind of okay with Chubb too because of the weather. It's not going to be a passing day. Yeah, exactly. So he might have like 150 rushing yards and a touchdown in this one. Yeah. Let's go jump. Okay, there you go. A little value. A little value right there, maybe. I like that. <laughs> Who knows? That was good value. So now, I think all we have left is... A wide receiver. We need to take. Because now Chubb is in our flex. Receiver. Yeah, Chubb is in a flex. Chubb's in our flex. So, 
Let's right. So we're on the board right now. You can't go Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, Darius Slayton, Amari Cooper, Brandon Ayuk, Marquise Goodwin, KJ Osborne. I don't like any of them. I guess we're going Goodwin here. Yeah. Okay. We'll just quadruple down. Is it good, <laughs> good, a Goodwin or we don't have any Seahawks? Well, actually, we do. We have Metcalf. DK. Right? Yeah. Um, Can you go DJ Chark? I don't know. Too late. I took Marquise Goodwin. It was zero seconds left. I, I could have took DJ Chark, you know, but does he have enough upside in that Carolina game? Is Carolina going to make them throw the ball a whole lot? Like, that's right. my only concern. That's true. So, all right. So we went in on that Seahawks Chiefs. So we're, we're done here. So we got, yeah. not, that's how quick it was. Like, did it even take five minutes? I don't even think it did. No. Justin Fields as our quarterback, Jerick McKinnon uh, and Nick Chubb as our running backs, Deacon Metcalf and Marquise Goodwin as our wide receivers and Travis Kelsey as our tight end. Awesome. Awesome. 84.2 projected. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. This is DFS is different. It might look bad. You know, don't pay attention to that projection. Um, Every week you see the DFS lineup that wins. It has a player that wasn't ranked, you know, like top 10. You're never going to see a team that's like Josh Allen and Justin Jefferson and Travis Kelsey, like winning a DFS um, because they don't all just pop off every single week. Um, so, yeah, don't worry about that projection. Sometimes I look at it like, man, I'm projected low. And I end up scoring low sometimes. I don't think I've won anything yet, but we're working on it. Let's get back into some questions. Again, use code UPPERHANDPOD uh, if you're listening to this to get your first deposit doubled on Underdog. Uh, it's fun, man. And we got those pick'ems as well, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, so you can choose a pick'em. You can, you can 20x your money potentially in one entry so make sure you get that going all right let's let's answer some more questions here jordan spateri is asking sit one between these guys uh i he already he's already starting jefferson great uh higgins amon ra and waddle he has a sit one this is pretty easy for me who are you going with Uh, okay so it's easy for you i know it's easy to pick who i'm not sitting (laughs) i'm putting waddle in 100 and for me it's between amon ra and higgins I think I would sit Higgins if it yes. were me. I like Amon Ross and Brown this week. Same. Um, I thought about it. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what the weather's supposed to be like in Carolina. I think it's supposed to be about the same. This is probably we're like it's like walking through a minefield with these games because like you forget yeah. that the weather's going to be bad <laughs> and a bunch of them, yeah. so you're not sure who you're going to be starting. But I like Amon Ross anyway, regardless of the weather. Uh, Higgins, he's going to be playing behind Jamar Chase, where Amon Ross is the number one on the team. So. And we know Waddle's going to be in a shootout probably against Green Bay and Miami. Don't have to worry about the weather there. So I think, yeah, I would sit Higgins in this situation. Jefferson, Amon Ra, Waddle, sit Higgins. Yep. That's what I would do. Okay, next question. Let's see. Um, Anderson Rodriguez is asking. Oh, we already answered this question. We, yeah, we I'm did sorry, this. Anderson. My bad, my bad, my bad. All right. Um, Fabian's asking. George Kittle or Juwan Johnson with both Chris Olave and Jarvis out. I think this is a trap, Fabian. I yeah. think this is a little bit of a trap. I, I you know, you look at what Evan Ingram did last uh, last night and you're like, man, like he got it done in the bad weather. But the bad weather yesterday was nothing. Like it's gonna be in like it's gonna be uh, in, Cleveland. in Cleveland. So I'm I'm still going Kittle here. Yeah. A little I, bit of a I, tough matchup, but I'm still going Kittle personally. Yeah, the weather's going to be horrendous. And last time we saw weather like that's going to be that they're saying is going to be in the Cleveland game was the Patriots Bills game up in was it Buffalo and yeah. the wind was up at 30 miles an hour and they ran the ball like 15,000 times. 
like the Patriots exclusively ran the ball and won the game. <laughs> so, um, 25 to 30 mile per hour sustained wins and wind gusts up to 40 to 50 miles per hour. Yeah. So, so not only is there going to be yeah. no passing game, it's going to be no kicking game. If you're going to be scoring, it's going to be on the ground. Um, yeah. I don't trust any pass catcher in that game. Chow is asking, you think Dylan could have a good week? I have him at the flex, and I'm hoping he can keep up the production. You know, it depends on your options. You know, yeah. I have him as, like, a, a flex option this week. So, yeah, you have him as a flex, so decent. Um, he has upside, like, as we've seen. It's just that his workload hasn't been there. Um, the matchup is okay this week. Um, will there be some scoring opportunities? Sure. Will Aaron Jones get those opportunities? Maybe. That's the only thing. It's, he's a hit or miss. He's boom bust pretty much yep. right now. It just so happens that he's been booming. That's what yeah. we want to start him. But, you know, I'm, I'm not super optimistic. Yeah, I don't trust A.J. Dillon in my lineup on a week-to-week basis. But, you know, if he ends up doing well when I put him in, you know, that's pretty much all you can ask for. I think you're pretty much asking for it, though. You know that you're running the risk of having, like, a four- or five-point performance um, in your lineup when you put him in. Agreed. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's very risky, personally. But if you have no other options, he's, he's your best option, yeah, go for it. Right. Michael's asking, can you re- can you rank Raheem Mostert, Dylan, and Rashad this week? Sure. Raheem, Rashad, Dylan. Yeah, I think that's the way I'd rank it too. It, it's kind of close with the way Dylan and Rashad have been playing as of late, but Rashad White still has that upside, like we said. And I'm expecting the Packers game to kind of be past that. <laughs> you, know? you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch that. I'm going to go Dylan over Rashad because he has more upside. That's, right. that's, I'm, I'm going to lean that way, I think. Right. Just because, you know, they've been using him near the goal line, right? The offense has gotten a little bit better. They've been depending on the running backs a little bit. Right. And Rashad White, you know, he's just kind of like that 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 number two running back behind Leonard Fournette right now where is he going to get goal line opportunities? I don't know. Like his upside is a little bit limited, I would say. Yeah. If you want a high floor player, I think Rashad White's the higher floor player. Dylan's the higher upside player. That's how I would, I would handle it. Yep. Um, Let's see. Defense question. Patrick, listen, man, I, I like you. That's the only reason why I'm answering this question, okay? <laughs> I don't play defenses. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to help you out. Patrick Salazar is asking, uh, mostly set on my lineup, but is Cincinnati defense a bad play this week? Uh, going up against New England, uh, not much left to choose from. Jets, obviously, you can't choose Jets anymore. If New Orleans. The, if the Saints Pittsburgh, defense is sitting there, I'm taking it. With the weather oh, yeah. the way it's supposed to be, you know, I'd play that. I mean, it might not be a high upside, but I think the floor, you can't go wrong. There's not going to be many points in that game, I don't think. Yeah, if the only Orleans... thing with the Saints is that if the if the Browns do actually just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, there isn't that much of a chance for, like, sacks and takeaways and that sort of thing. Right. You know, but still, it, it could be a messy enough game where – uh, there could be some turnovers. So I think I lean Saints this week. And Matt Jones, you know, will he turn over the ball and all that? Maybe. But they're more of a controlled offense. I, I lean the Saints, yeah. personally. I, I just look at in those types of games. And like you said, there might not be sack points coming, you know. But I think you're good for a turnover or two, maybe, I think. But um, you also don't have to worry about the points scored by the offense you know negating points for your defense if that's how your scoring works um i think i, I think the rams the rams are an option too um at home against denver you that's know, true. That's, that's that's mm-hmm. an option as well so you know higher chance of an interception i would say probably the rams game um but yeah i think i lean new orleans by a hair right jake is asking jake s 
Uh, pick five. Wow, you just want to set a lottery you, you just want you just want us to set your lineup. <laughs> yeah, you just want us to set your lineup, Jake. What's up, man? You got to play the game. Like, why? Why should we play? We get we get all the fun. You play. Come on, Jake. Well, Kill let's see what we can here. do. All right. I almost want to refuse to answer this question, Jake. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> CMC, are you starting CMC, man? Don't ask yeah. me those start sick questions off of CMC. Come on, Cook. Stevenson, Tyreek. Oh, you, oh, okay. I see what's going on here. You're just trying to show off. This must okay, be a four-man league. <laughs> CMC, Cook, Stevenson, Tyreek, Amonrod, Chase, pick five. Come on, Jake. You're killing me over here, Jake. Okay. All right. Listen, man. If you're benching CMC, Cook, Stevenson, Tyreek, Amonrod, Chase, Watson, bench one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get this. Um, these are just these are just his flex options. <laughs> uh, bench, 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 bench. Christian Watson. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven of them there, right? Oh, is there? One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six. I, I would leave Stevenson and Watson maybe out, I think. Stevenson and Watson out. Yeah. There you go. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm messing <laughs> with you, Jake. Not really. Um, Alex B is asking, would you consider starting Tua over Justin Fields? Um, looking at the totals in both games makes me want to start Tua. Alex, if you want to start Tua, start Tua. I'm cool with it. Are you cool with it, Zach? If he wants to start Tua? Yeah, I think with the game script, the way it's going to be, I think Tua can have a good game. I think the safer bet for me is Fields just because of the way he produces. It's going to be on the ground. And they're probably going to be running a lot in that game because of the weather. But um, that that that's about it. Like Justin Fields, he seems he could have 100 rush yards on a day and put up an easy 20 points. Where Tua, he's going to have to work for it. You know, he might have to throw two or three touchdowns, add 200 yards passing to get that 20-point threshold. But... I think he can easily do that against the Packers at home. And what should be a shootout, like you said, that total in that game, I, I, I think it's okay. You can start two over fields if you want. Um, fields hasn't had an off day yet. So, you know, maybe he's due for one. Yeah, maybe. I mean, where do I have him ranked? I think I have him ranked. Yeah, I, I have him ranked QB4 and five. Uh, so two, oh, okay. Fields was at four, two was at five. So, you know, yes. The answer is yes. Uh, if you if I can would I consider it? Yes, I would. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Cooper, Jason M is asking, Cooper or Shark this week? Did you Shark? I'm assuming this is Amari Cooper. I'm going to say Amari Shark. Cooper. Yeah, Shark. Shark. Don't I think that start anyone in that. Uh, any receivers in that game? Yeah. Um, Fabian, thanks for putting in your your underdog. Username in there. My first deposit was definitely because you fam got to roll with you the rest of the way. Appreciate you. Juan, guys, I need a wide receiver sleeper. Ooh. A sleeper. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, I don't even know if Marquise Goodwin is considered a sleeper at this point. Like people kind of know about him. But if no. he's available on your league, I think he would be the number one guy I'll plug in at, at wide receiver um, who might be available in your waiver wire. Um, out of the like, the Giants wide receivers uh, intrigue me a little bit, right? If you had to take a shot, right? Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, Richie James, are you are you taking a shot? And you know, Darius Slayton could be rostered potentially, yeah. You know, in in some leagues. So, uh, would you? I would assume you would consider Darius Slayton first, right? Out of all those options, yeah, because he's like yeah. their de facto number one, and he's had some solid days. You know, so I think that would be in a matchup against the Vikings. You know, that's. Yep. That's an you know almost a slam dunk if you're picking him up, picking him up off the waiver wire and you don't have anybody better on your bench. I think Hodgins, if you're in a deep league one, 
I think Isaiah Hodgins, uh, he has the best matchup of all of the Giants wide receivers this week uh, on that left side. And that's where he's been lining up uh, over the last few weeks. So right. he's somebody who, you know, he had two, he had two games with two touchdowns uh, in the last three weeks. So, you know, he's somebody that you could potentially pick up in a deep league. Um, who else? Who else? I'm thinking about, I'm Marquise thinking about Goodwin was the name that popped into my head. Yeah. Oh, but uh, Ro- Romeo dubs might be available in your league going up against yeah. Miami. Right. Um, he didn't run a whole lot of routes last week, but he got targeted at a 50% target rate on a per route basis. So uh, he's somebody that you could potentially pick up and plug in against Miami. I think that's a decent option this week. Yeah. Um, I like that one. Um, just right. someone like who's that. been getting it done recently. And this might just be me being a Cowboys fan, but Noah Brown, you know, he's been quietly getting it done. I doubt he's rostered anywhere. Um, he's getting some targets. And Dallas' situation outside Steve Lamb at receiver, not so good. So you could throw a dart, I think, in the matchup against the Eagles. It's probably going to be high scoring. I trust Gardner Minshew to keep it at least close. So I think that he could be a play too. Seawalk is asking Danny Dimes or Tom Brady this week. Who are you going with, Zach? This is tough. That's why I gave it to you. Yeah. So Danny Dimes, (laughs) we talked about him. He's a really safe floor play, but the Buccaneers have a good matchup against the Cardinals. So do you want to play the matchup or do you want to play the legs of Daniel Jones? Um, I think I would go with Daniel Jones here still. I think there's a little bit more upside. Even though they had a better game last week, I, I don't trust the, the Buccaneers offense yet. Um, I have to see more. He hasn't been playing fantastically. He's had a nice floor for you, but I think in the matchup against Minnesota, Minnesota, believe it or not, can't believe I'm saying it, Danny Dines might have a little bit more upside. So I would go I'm going Daniel Bra- Jones. I, I'm, I'm going Brady. All right, I'm going Brady. I'm going Brady here. No. I think no. you know his his receivers have decent decent um, matchups. Godwin, um, you know, should be fine this week. Like uh, Tom Brady's been getting it done for the most part. You know, the, the, everything's on his shoulders. You know, and you know because of that, you know, he's been putting up decent floor for you every week. So the matchup is good against Arizona. So I think I lean Brady here. Um, so Seawalk, look at yeah. Um, good luck. Good luck choosing between me and Zach. Look at what Seawalk has choice. me doing. Defending Daniel Jones, like Seawalk. Thank you for that. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, we'll, we'll have to come back to that. Just that start set next week and see who scored more points. <laughs> I I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I actually moved Daniel Jones down in my rankings. If I moved him down to 16 this week, um, right? So I have Aaron. So at my top 10 to 15 is Aaron Jones, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Gardner Minshew, Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff, and then Daniel Jones. Yeah. So I moved him down. Before, after our show on Wednesday. Um, Orlando Lamar is asking, Alvin Kamara or Ramondre Stevenson? I'm going Stevenson, man. Stevenson's yeah. been getting it done every single week. I know Alvin Kamara, you know, he has that potential to get a bunch of rushing yards in this game, you know, with that game being, you know, a very, very windy game. They're going to depend on the ground game. But, like, he hasn't done anything recently that would really, like, cement, like, him being a start over Stevenson right now. Right. Um, so, yeah. I'm I'm going Stevenson pretty easily on this one. Stevenson's been matchup proof. Alvin Kamara, not so much. It doesn't matter the matchup. He could go on or off anytime. So I think that yeah, I'd go Stevenson here too. We're gonna get get to a few more questions. Um, Max Gouger, I think Max. If I mispronounce your name, I'm sorry. Uh, Kate Otten or Goddard uh, and Miles Sanders, or would you pick one of the Colts running backs for the flex? Um. I think you're asking this question because you're not sure if you want to double down on the Eagles offense. 
Mm-hmm. Um, right? Is that what you're getting out of this, Zach? That's right? kind of what I'm seeing too. Okay, cool. That was yeah, the first no, thing just... that kind of stuck out to me. I was like, oh, I'm going to pick Goddard and Sanders, but I'm like, wait. <laughs> that's yeah, no, that's same, right. But I, I, I will still do that though. I wouldn't reach too deep to get Kate Otten. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't reach too deep. I would go Miles Sanders and Goddard here pretty easily. Yes, Jalen Hurts isn't playing, but no, that doesn't mean the rest of the team is going to be bad. <laughs> you know, right. I, I think that Gardner Minshew's more than serviceable. He can get it done. And you don't have to worry about them not producing on offense this week. Exactly. Uh, MC Joel's asking Minshew or Sam Darnold. Minshew pretty easily for me. Yeah, I'm going Minshew, not just because I think he's on a better team, but also because of the intrigue. You know, we don't know what we're going to see there. I think as long as he's efficient, just like Brock Purdy is in San Francisco's system, you know, he'll be just fine. So I like Minshew. Agreed. Um, or Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's not even close either. Um, oh, it's pronounced Kyle. I'm from Brazil. So remember before I said Chow Bezerra? Right, yeah. Pronounced, it's pronounced Kyle or Kai. Kyle? Kyle? Is it Kyle? I'll, Kyle, Kyle? He says it's pronounced kind of like Kyle. Kyle, yeah. He's from Brazil. Well, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Kyle. I'll, I'll try to remember that. I'll try to remember that. I have a, I have like four friends named Kyle. So like I'll it won't be too hard for me to remember you. Appreciate you, man. Uh Orlando, uh Gino is back. Quarterback Gino or Daniel Jones? Uh Gino pretty easily for me. Yep. Here. Gino. Um let's see. Tennessee defense or Dallas defense this year. Uh I rode Dallas all year, but half of my players are from Philly. Uh so I can understand that situation. Um you know what man? I've actually got this question earlier uh this week and I've actually went Tennessee this week. Yeah, the way Dallas' defense has been playing the last few weeks is not good. So I would... also uh, going up against Philly. You know they have a good offensive line. Will they get to the quarterback as much this week? Right. You know, like that's my that's my concern. You're right. It's just like they're going up against a good offense, even with Gardner Minshew and a good offensive line. And they've cooled off. They have, I think, one sack in the past two weeks. <laughs> it's really bad. So I would say, yeah, maybe start Tennessee. Uh, even though the offense might not be doing much to pull away from Houston, that means there's going to be no garbage time for them to just let off the gas on defense. So, yeah, I would go with Tennessee this week. Seawalk is asking, uh, flex one, Marquise Goodwin, Cam Akers, Hollywood Brown, Traylon Burks, or Zach Moss? That's a good question. Um, I'm going to take Burks and Akers off the table. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. So between Goodwin, Hollywood, and Moss. Um, so I am in, in a league – where I have to start, I have to, I have to choose between Goodwin and Hollywood. And right now I have Goodwin in. Yeah. And, you know, I've kind of, uh, so in yesterday's episode, uh, we were talking a lot of shit about Hollywood um, this week. But Hollywood yeah, has, I was looking week. into it a little bit more. And um, the matchup against Tampa Bay is actually pretty good out of the slot. He's their new slot receiver right now uh, with Rondell Moore out. Uh, so there's a situation where I'm like, all right, well, you know, do I go with the talent with the, bad quarterback or do do i go do i go with the good quarterback and a mediocre talent who has upside so i'm going with the mediocre talent who has good upside and i'm gonna go with goodwin this week in that matchup um between him and hollywood would you agree with that i like i like goodwin too and like i said if it wasn't against the chiefs and the seahawks didn't have like their player hopes pretty much on the line then maybe i'll go hollywood hollywood also has that backup quarterback that i don't like so (laughs) i think i'm gonna what about what about goodwin and moss now Right, like I feel like that is closer. So I we eliminated Hollywood now, and we have Goodwin and Moss. You know who could potentially going up against the Chargers, really, really good matchup, right? If the Colts can stay in this game, you know Moss can potentially get fifteen to twenty carries against a bad rushing defense. Uh, yeah. So 
who do you like between those two guys? I still kind of like Goodwin. Okay. I don't think Moss is a sure bet. Even if he gets 15 or 20 carries, that could easily turn into just 60 or 70 yards. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a good matchup, but I like just the game script that I'm anticipating for Chiefs, Seahawks, Goodwin. Yeah. I think he has a good chance to score. Like, you know, if he picks up a 30 yard touchdown and compliments that with like two or three more catches, 40 some yards, you know, you're sitting pretty. Six catches, 60 right. yards, and a touchdown. I'll take that any day in flex. Yeah, especially in PPR. Okay. Yeah. I, hear, I hear that. Who are you starting between Herbert and Fields this week? Fields. And it's not really close. <laughs> you know, Herbert, he looked like he was going to take advantage of that good stretch of games that he's had these past few weeks. But um, over the past two weeks, he hasn't capitalized. This is the last question of the episode. Appreciate you, Robert. Mostert or Marquise Goodwin? I need some upside after Gar- Garrett Wilson wet the bed last night. Mm, that wasn't a wedding. This is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to be nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think this is a good question because I think both of these guys uh, have a lot of upside this yep. week because Mostert also has a very good matchup against the Packers. Um, in a PPR, I think Goodwin might have a little bit more upside. Yeah. Um, if this was standard or half point PPR, maybe I'll lean Mostert. But Jeff Wilson, uh, it looks like he's going to be back uh, this week. He, you know, he did practice. So let me just take a quick look at that. I think he practiced yesterday. Uh, he's been he's been limited at practice this entire week. I think he has one more practice uh, today because they play on Sunday. So yeah, um, you know, we'll see what what's going on there. Like, will Jeff Wilson get a full practice? And if not. You know, I think if Jeff Wilson plays, like, I think the upside for Mostert is a little limited, right? So yeah. uh, uh, how about this? How about we make it simple? Well, it might might not be simple because the Seahawks play on Saturday, right? So yes. how, how, how about this? If, the, if we know that Jeff Wilson's out by the time that Goodwin plays, you play Goodwin. I'm sorry, you play Jeff Wilson. If we know that, if Monster. we don't know if Jeff Wilson's going to be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> let me, let, how about I start over? Let's start over, okay? Uh, if we don't know that Jeff Wilson is going to be out by the time the Seahawks play on Saturday, then just roll with Goodwin. If Jeff Wilson's out and we know that by the time the Seahawks play, just play Mostert yeah. for upside. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that breaks down pretty well. Did uh, I do I like that right that. this time? Yeah, no, you got it. The <laughs> other thing for me, just me personally, is in a flex. I think I'm assuming we're going flex because he's talking about a running back or a receiver. Um, you know, I kind of lean towards a receiver, especially in PPR, because I figure they're going to get catches where most dirt. He hasn't been super involved in the passing game. I think it's going to be a passing type of day. You know, obviously in a shootout between Aaron Rodgers to a you know Packers Dolphins. So I would maybe lean Goodwin. And is this only in a full PPR? Yeah, full PPR. In, Otherwise, okay. so in full it's, PPR, it's you, in full PPR, you're going to go in no matter what, basically. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I, I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. MC Joel, this is a good way to wrap it up. MC Joel saying, "How much you have helped me this year is crazy. I'm in the semis just because of you." Well, MC, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, and listen, it's not because of me. It's not because of Zach. Okay, you guys listen. You guys apply what you listen, what you're listening to your lineups, and you're making the decisions yourself. So at the end of the day, it's you guys. You're just kind of getting a little bit of a helping hand, uh, and we, you know, appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah. As always, now just want to let you guys know this is the last episode of the week. La- next week is the last week of the reg- of the fantasy season. Okay, so just want to say happy holidays. 
Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you uh, celebrate. Uh, enjoy the holidays uh, and you know, enjoy some time with your family. We will this week for sh- this weekend for sure. Zach has some plans. I have some plans with my family as well. So yeah. uh, we appreciate you guys. We are very thankful for you guys. So um, just enjoy your time. Take it easy. We'll see you on Monday. And good luck. Hopefully you make it to the finals. Bye-bye.